0: In 2016, when I launched my first product, I had no real connections, no credibility in the marketplace, no audience. And yet, three years later, I cracked the first seven-figure year. How did, how did I do that? How did my company do that? Well, that's exactly what we're going to talk about in this episode of What's the Secret. I'm going to go over the roadmap for growing a seven figure business with product launches. So sit back, grab a cool drink, and enjoy episode 28 of What's the Secret. Tired of being at the mercy of your job? Tired of watching your hard work fill someone else's bank account? Want control of your time and lifestyle? Well, if you want the real secrets, the gurus won't tell you of how ordinary people just like you and me can create thriving businesses that deliver financial and lifestyle freedom, you're in the right place. Aloha. My name's Tom Gaddis and welcome to What's The Secret Podcast. Aloha, Tom Gaddis here and welcome to episode 28 of What's The Secret Podcast. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm really excited for this episode because in this episode, we're going to really tie together all the things we've been talking about product launches and give you a roadmap of how to take a single product launch and grow that into a seven figure or more a year business. And in this episode, I'm going to give you the blueprint that I've used, and hopefully you'll be able to learn and avoid some of the mistakes I made, which I'm going to talk about and implement some of the strategies I'm going to talk about to help you grow your business from your first product launch or wherever you're at to a seven figure or bigger business. That's the goal, right? So the first thing we need to remember about this, all of this stuff, all of this entrepreneurial business stuff is it's a process, right? And uh, you may look at that and you say, wow, you know, three years, that's pretty quick. So, you know, Is this like a a get rich quick type thing? And I I think that word gets really uh, misunderstood because while you can use, you know, an online business to accumulate uh, wealth quickly, it's not easy as you've probably surmised from the previous episodes of this series on how to do a product launch, right? There's a lot of stuff that goes into this. And it's really been a process for us. And people tend to really focus on the end result, which is a seven-figure business, and totally ignore the, the process and everything that went into that. And, you know, the process, it has been a real learning experience. We've done a ton of stuff wrong, and we've done some things right. But we've learned from those things and continue to move forward. So what I want you to keep in mind is that, As you start your business, whether you've done a product launch or you're just starting, you know, you've done a couple of product launches, you're going to make mistakes. Things are not going to go the way you planned. But just remember, that is all part of the process. Because while I can show you the things that the mistakes we've made and help you to avoid some of that stuff, you're still going to have to go through the process, right? A a seven-figure business doesn't just spring out of nowhere. It doesn't just fall from the sky and and hit you on the head. There's a lot of effort and work involved in that. So while you can use product launches and an online business to grow wealth pretty rapidly, it's not a get rich, get rich, easy situation. It's going to require a lot of focus and effort on your part. And with that in mind, I want to talk a little bit about goals, right? And setting realistic goals. You know, uh, when I was first starting, my first goal was to just get my first product out there and on the marketplace, right? That was my very first goal. And once I did that, then my next goal was to get another product out there and then to continue to make that, that process of putting products out systematized and easier and building, right? So I didn't start off with the goal of hitting seven figures because at the time for me, that was a very unrealistic goal i had no connections i'd never done a product launch i really didn't feel like i knew what i was doing so you know setting a goal of seven figures right out of the gate was just really unrealistic so when you think about your goals and what you're trying to do i want you to really take a step back and get them down to the you know the most achievable thing that you can do and if you haven't put out a product or you haven't even created a product yet then that should be your first goal. Let's just get the product created. Then we can worry about launching it. Right. Or let's do the market research. Let's, let's get into, um, let's just get into taking some action no matter how small that action is. Cause you know, that famous saying, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. We have to start somewhere. And so when it comes to setting your goals, I would just encourage you guys to be very realistic, you know, um, do your best to put the fantasy aside that you're going to put out a product and instantly be a seven figure entrepreneur. That's just not how it works. Again, it's a process and it's a process that no one can do for you. I can't do the process for you. I can give you some guidelines, some, some signposts along the way, talk about some things that work for me that didn't, you know, that can help you avoid certain mistakes. But in the end you have to go through the process and your process ultimately will end up being slightly different than my process. You'll have different experiences. You'll run into different issues. And so, you know, with that in mind, that it's a process, uh, the number one piece of advice that I can give you is no matter what happens, never quit, never quit, keep moving forward. Even if it feels like you're just crawling along the ground and getting no, really no forward momentum just don't give up, continue to set realistic goals, continue to move forward in whatever you're doing. Um, You know, I felt for a long time, like I was getting nowhere, you know, years, I felt that way. And then suddenly I was able to make that breakthrough and continue to move forward. So just don't give up. Don't, don't let other people talk you out of this. If it's something you're you really want to do and you believe you can do it and it's the kind of lifestyle that you want just don't give up continue to move forward another thing i want to really point out that a lot of the gurus don't talk about when it comes to product launching is you know when you start launching products cash flow is going to be very up and down in the beginning uh, i know it definitely was for us, right? Like you do a product launch, you get this infusion of cash, whether it's a little or a lot. I mean, at the time to me, when I did my first product launch, it seemed like a lot of money, right? In hindsight, it was not very much money. Um, But you get this infusion of cash, but then the launch is over and sales really, really die off. If you're not doing anything to continue to generate income, which at the time I wasn't. We're going to talk a little bit more about that in this episode, but the cash flow is going to be up and down, so you know we found ourselves in a place of where we had to do another launch to keep the cash flow going, and so we were doing four or five product launches uh each year you know in the first year and in the second year and that let me tell you that is a lot of work, so be prepared uh we needed to do that to kind of get our cash flow situation settled so we can continue to move forward. But one of, one of the things um, that we did in the very beginning that really, really paid off for us, even though we were, you know, we were working really hard. We were, we were doing a lot of output. Um, we really focused on every launch and building a community. And I would encourage you to do the same thing whether that is a Facebook group, whether that's through a YouTube channel, whether that's through a podcast, whatever, whatever it is, as you're launching your products, you want to drive people into a community, a place where they can interact with other like-minded people where you're in there helping them out, giving them encouragement, um, giving them, uh, you know, valuable content, got, you know, helping them to get where they want to go but if you can start to build that community and you know again in the beginning it's a process it's going to feel like you're not getting much traction but eventually that starts to snowball and you really start to get going one of the things that i'm super proud of that we've done at offline sharks is we have a massive thriving community i mean we have a very robust facebook group with i think almost 10,000 members now and everyone in there interacts and they help each other out and you know, we we made that a focus from the beginning. That's why that group is the way it is today. A lot of people in our market call it the best Facebook group for anyone who's a freelancer or looking to grow a digital agency. And, you know, we put a lot of effort into getting that group off the ground, contributing every day, being in there, interacting with the members, funneling people into that group every time we did a product launch and really building a robust community there. And that made it easier the next time we'd go to do a product launch, because now we have this community that we could reach out to right from the beginning. Right. And of course we were building our email list because everyone who bought a product, you know, was subscribed to our email list. So we're emailing them every day. Plus we had this awesome Facebook group. So we really, we really work hard on building the community. And I think that is one of the real kind of secrets to how we've been able to reach the level we're at right now as quickly as possible. Now, talking about the cash flow going up and down, right? How can we, what's the quickest way to, to mitigate that, right? To get our cash flow to some even point. Well, one of the mistakes that we made early on was not building recurring into our offers at all right we didn't really do it at all but we didn't have anything that would bring in recurring money after either so one of the keys to getting out of that up and down cash flow is starting to build in the recurring revenue now you may or may not want to do that on your front end product um you know we found that trying to sell something on the front end that has recurring built in is a much harder sell to people so typically Uh, as we talked about in some of the other episodes, we will, our front end offer will be like a one time offer. And then we'll have some kind of recurring built into another offer, another step in our funnel. Uh, One thing we have started doing recently though, is any products that we put out that have software in them. uh, We're not doing like a monthly recurring, but we do have a yearly recurring built in. So The way we phrase that with those products is we'll say you get one year of uh, updates and unlimited access included for the one-time price that they're paying, which in our case is usually $27, $37. But then at the end of the year, there'll be some small amount, you know, maybe another $27 or $47 that will continue their access for the next year. So it's not a monthly recurring, it's a yearly recurring. But what that does is that helps us to keep those softwares uh, up to date and provide support to our members and do all that stuff, um, because if you're putting out software or SaaS or anything like that, there are a lot of expenses involved in that. And, and honestly, we didn't anticipate that well enough in the beginning, and that can put a kind of crunch on your cash flow as well. So, you know, if you're doing SaaS or software or anything like that, make sure you you uh, have some type of recurring element, even if it is a yearly type thing. It will it will help your cash flow and be able to provide the level of support that you need to your members. So build in recurring revenue as soon as possible. Um, The next thing uh, I would say with your product launches is so many people, you know, they reach out to us and they say, Hey, you know, Tom, I need to make $5,000 an hour. What business can I start? That'll make me 10 grand a month. Or what's the best business that will be a seven figure business, right? They're all focused on the money, the money aspect of it. And I would encourage you to stop doing that. Stop focusing on the money side of things and start focusing on solving pains and needs of your customers. And I talk about this in the Milk It Method, right? With with the M and market. And you can go back to that season where I broke down the Milk It Method. I have an entire episode on market and how to uh, research your market and find out what their pains and needs are. But that is really key, right? If you start focusing on that, instead of thinking, what can I do to generate, you know, X amount of dollars, start thinking about, well, what problem do my customers have? What problem does my market have? What needs do they have that aren't being met? And if you focus on on putting out products and giving them solutions to those things, you will probably not only hit whatever money goals you want to hit, but you will far surpass them? Because that is really what those people are looking for, right? They want solutions and answers to their problems and needs and their pains. So that is another thing that I think we did really well at Offline Sharks is we focus entirely on our market's biggest pain points and needs. What our customers, like we constantly think about our customers, you know, what are they struggling with? You know, we look in our Facebook group to see what are they having issues with? How can we best serve them to get through those pains, needs, those issues and help them to get to where they want to go and doing that and shifting that focus from the money to the pains and needs will will really get you to where you want to go faster. This episode of What's the Secret Podcast is sponsored by Offline Sharks. Offline Sharks, where website designers, social media experts, SEO professionals can get custom software tools and training on how to quickly scale and grow their digital agencies. If you're looking to build reoccurring revenue into your agency and go from one to two clients to six figures and beyond, Offline Sharks is the place to do it. So head over to offlinesharks.com forward slash Tom and and start growing your agency today. So, you know, with that in mind, you want to continue to focus on your market regardless of how many problems you're or how many products you're putting out, right? You want to continue to analyze your market all the time and 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 try to identify where is it going, right? Where are people shifting to? What are they talking about now? Are there outside circumstances that are affecting my market, right? Like we've had this pandemic thing going on for a while and that has drastically affected our market. And so, you know, we've been able to adjust and provide them solutions to help them through this, through the pandemic, through this thing that, that they're experiencing. And if we weren't paying attention to what was going on in the world or in our market, we wouldn't know to do that, or we would be late and we would miss that opportunity. So, you know, it's not just the outside forces of your market, it's also what's going on in your market. Like what are other producers in your market doing? And then what are they missing? That's another, a, another big key. Like looking around and seeing like, what are they missing? Like, what are they not talking about? That the that the customers in this market are talking about. How can we address those issues? Now, I also want to talk about just some some mistakes we've we've made and how you can avoid them. Um, one thing uh, that I want to mention here is, like I said, we put out a lot of products in the beginning, right? Four to five products each year. Now we're down to releasing a new product uh, once every quarter, so we do about three product launches a year. Right. You have to think when you're going to put out that kind of volume of products and things for your customers, you need to think about how you differentiate your products. One of the things that we did early on was, you know, we had this idea to name our company uh, Offline Sharks. And so, like a lot of our first products, we were trying to build into this shark theme, right? We had uh, local SEO shark, we had local client shark. And luckily, we only did a couple of those because right away we realized that by trying to play on that shark theme and our product names, it made it hard for our customers to differentiate our products from one another. They just knew it was shark something, right? But they didn't really know exactly what it was. And so we realized that was causing confusion and wasn't the best way to go. So we started shifting the naming of our products to make them each product unique right? How can we differentiate our products from each other? So the first thing that we adopted was the naming convention, how we name them. We started changing that. Uh, the other thing is, you know, we have worked really hard not to, um, not to do the same products over and over again. So you will see people in your marketplace. Uh, I know we see it in ours where they put out a product and it's successful. And then every launch they do is like version 2.0, version 3.0, or volume one, volume two, volume three, volume four. And I know why people do that because coming up with new fresh ideas and products that are different from each other is hard. So a lot of people take the easy way and they just start trying to continue to, you know, go off of what they knew worked and just put out a different version of it. Don't do that. Put in the extra work and really work to make each product that you put out different from the product you did before and have some kind of unique aspect to it that makes that product stand on its own. Now, an, another another issue that we've just started to run in lately because of decisions we made early on with our product names is um, product names when it comes to paid traffic and specifically. Facebook. So we have started this year to run paid traffic to our products to, you know, we want to generate sales continually without having to do a product launch. So, you know, our goal right now is we do a product launch and then to set those products up in a paid traffic funnel. And one of the places we wanted to do that was Facebook. But Facebook, you know, their compliance and all the things that they you know, the whims that they can have of where they just turn your ads off and you don't know why and all this stuff. It has been a real learning curve for us. And a lot of our product names were not fit for Facebook. So we've had to rebrand some things and we've been in the process of rebranding things so that we can specifically run ads for them on Facebook. So that is something that I would want you to think about early on. Like, Hey, what's my goal after I do this product launch to it? If I'm going to run paid traffic to this offer, uh, where am I going to run paid traffic from? And is my product name is my sales copy, all that stuff. Like what will I need to do to modify that, to make it suitable to generate traffic from this source. And that really comes into play with Facebook specifically. So that's something you'll you'll want to start thinking about. The next thing I would recommend that you do uh, as you start to launch your products is as soon as possible you'll want to start building a team. Uh, at least you know in the beginning it's just going to be one person, right? You're, you might want to bring on one person to help you. And my recommendation to you for your first hire is that you hire someone to help you with support. So early on support, you know, when you're first launching your products and you don't have a huge audience, um, support can still be, uh, quite a, take up a lot of your time. Right. And that's what we found in the beginning for us. We were spending a lot of time in support. So we immediately, uh, started to hire people to help us with support. Um, So one, it will free up your time to be able to, to focus on creating good products, creating products that are different from each other, creating products that are going to be valuable to your buyers, your customers, and your market. Um, So that's one reason you'll want to hire a support person. But another reason as well is sometimes dealing with support can be very, um, I mean, it can just deflate your motivation. Uh, You know, sometimes people email you in support and they're just, they're just not nice, you know, and I don't know why that is. um, But some people are just that way. And so sometimes, you know, when you're in support every day, you can start to get very frustrated and it can be a, it can be a real kind of motivation killer because you can be doing everything right. Yet there are people out there that are going to be upset or, are going to vent to you in just a not nice way. So I think the faster you can remove yourself from handling the daily support tasks, the better off you're going to be. So my recommendation to you is once you do a product launch or one or two, your first hire should be for someone to help you with support. Now you might think though, what other areas could I hire people to help me with? And obviously there's people you can hire to help you with graphics. There's uh, content writers, people that you can hire to help you put out uh, content packs and things for your customers, and also copywriters, people you can hire for your sales pages and things like that. And you know, over the last few years, we have used and hired people for all of those things inside our company as we've grown. In the beginning, we did a lot of that stuff ourselves, you know, and the, the very, the first few products that Nick and I put out, it was just him and I doing all the work, right? So I don't really have a good recommendation of where you can go to find those people. Uh, You know, we use Upwork a lot to post jobs and hire for those positions, Uh, but you can also look around in forums and other online places and see if you can find people there as well. Now, the final thing I want to talk to you about when it comes to uh, taking product launches and growing a seven-figure business is strategic networking. And that's also something that you'll want to start focusing on from the beginning. And that is reaching out to other people in your market or finding ways to connect with the other big producers inside your market, whether that's at masterminds, whether that's in Facebook groups wherever you can find them. And sometimes you will have to pay for that access. Like the people that you want to connect with, maybe in a a paid mastermind, it will definitely be worth it to you to join that mastermind and make those connections. Um, I know a few of the masterminds, we were very nervous about joining some, but you know, when we joined them, the connections we made have been invaluable and they've really helped us to scale more quickly uh, than if we didn't have those connections and didn't know those people. So, look, based on everything we've talked about and all the stuff you've seen about the work involved in putting together a product launch, you'll see that there really is no easy way to get to seven figures. But the fastest way to hitting seg- seven figures is to really embrace the process, never quit, build and recurring as soon as possible. Right? Become a producer, right? Produce things, put things out in the marketplace, put lots of things out in the marketplace. Whatever your financial goals are, the more stuff you have out there that people can consume and purchase and find out more about you and really come into your community, the better off you're going to be. And that really is the fastest way to hitting seven figures online. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people talk about affiliate marketing as a way to uh, make a lot of money online, right? But how do you grow that initial list? How do you build that community that you make those those affiliate offers to? Well, I would argue that the fastest way to do that is to become a producer yourself, to become someone who puts out products in that market, build your list, build a community do those things and now all of a sudden in the beginning you won't have a big list you won't have a big community but you'll be able to make those offers and support other people in your market which as we talked about in the previous episode about JV partners and affiliates for our product launches reciprocation is the name of the game right so by build it by being a producer by putting things out there building our community we're able to then provide our support to those other people and also make connections with them to support us. And that is another uh, real key to growing a seven-figure business via product launches. Now, what can you do today? What can you do today to start this process? No matter where you are, whether You have never launched a product or whether you've launched a few products, maybe you're doing half a million a year and you want to get to that, you know, that million dollar mark. What can you do? Well, the biggest thing is action, right? You can execute and start taking action no matter where you are. And that is the thing that is going to get you to where you want to go. Remember, having a seven figure business isn't an event. It's not something that just happened. It happens. It doesn't just fall from the sky it's a process. And so the sooner you can start that process, the sooner you can start to move forward on that process, the better off you're going to be. I'm going to leave you with one final thought. Look, I'm, I'm just a normal guy, right? I'm a former restaurant manager. I didn't go to college. I mean, I went to two semesters of college. I didn't finish college, right? I'm not some super smart, slick marketer. I'm not some guru. I'm just a regular guy who started a service type business and then was able to transition that into a very robust online business. And the strategies and the tactics that I've used to do that are are universal. They, They will work, I believe for anyone if you follow them and you go through the process. So, you know, start taking action now. And if you don't know a lot about online marketing or direct marketing or anything like that, your first action should be to learn as much as you can about it. And then to put that into practice, right? I know for a long time, I got wrapped up in learning and I wasn't taking enough action. So you know, whatever that balance is for you, learning, action, learning, action, that is really gonna help you to get where you want to go. And I firmly believe that anyone listening to this podcast could do what I do. So if you have any questions about anything we've covered in this season of the Six Figure Launch Breakdown, feel free to reach out to me. You can go to tomgaddis.com. I have a contact form there. You can send me your questions there. Also, if you haven't already gone to my website, TomGaddis.com and downloaded your free copy of the Milk It Method, you should do that. The Milk It Method is my underlying foundation and strategy for everything I I do. It's how I started my original service business. It's also what I used as the blueprint and guideline to grow uh, offline sharks with my business partner, Nick Ponte. And you can get that guide completely free. Just go to TomGaddis.com and you'll find it there. And I'll also put some links to uh, that in the show notes as well. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, this has been a fun season, a real over the shoulder behind the scenes looks at what goes into a six figure product launch. And i hope, I hope that I've shown you that there's really no mystery here, right? It's, it's a process and it's a process that you can do. And I really hope that you go out and start doing it. And if you have any questions along the way, feel free to reach out to me. Again, you can do that at TomGaddis.com. I also have a great blog on the website where I post lots of other information, strategies, tips, and things like that. So make sure you check that out as well. Stay safe out there, everyone. Really appreciate you listening to this episode. And the next next week, we're gonna be starting season five. I can't believe it, already season five. It's going to be an interview season. And I have lined up and done some amazing Interviews for you guys. You're going to hear from somebody whose specialty is Facebook compliance. You're going to hear from a YouTube, a guy with a, a huge YouTube following and how to start a YouTube channel. We're going to talk about copywriting. We're also, I also interviewed a former. Navy SEAL, who has an online information business as well. You're going to love that one too. So make sure if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, go to Apple, to iTunes, go to Spotify, go to your favorite podcast player. We're everywhere. Look up what's the secret. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of those killer episodes that are coming up. And I will see you guys next season, season five. Stay safe out there and practice aloha.